You know, it's a new year when the Sydney test offers up some crappy weather. It's <laughs> happened again today. A happy new year to everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We hope you had a great Christmas and new year period. It did fly by. Uh, we hope you're all well. And Nash, my co-host back for another calendar year. Hope you were well. How was your break? Yeah, it was good. Um, it was busy with cricket. Um, busy in Hobart, busy with the hurricanes. Um, yep. Some good cricket over the Christmas break as well, over the New Year's. And Happy New Year to all our listeners. Happy New Year to you, Shabel. And um, yeah, as you said, Sydney Sydney Test always uh, brings yeah. up, well, good weather in a way. <laughs> um, oh. And um, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's been it's been some exciting times with with a lot of cricket. Yeah, it's um, it's been really nice the weather in Sydney recently, and um, it's just yeah today the start of the Sydney Test. Of course, of course, it's got to dish up some some crappy weather. Um, in this in this episode, we'll talk about the Australia South Africa series. We'll touch on that, um, and a couple of my takes from the series so far as to maybe a couple of decisions that Australia have made that I haven't necessarily been in support of. I wanted to get Nash's thoughts on those. Um, we'll, we'll touch on on more Sombonat Rishabh Pant and provide an update on him, um, and also some cricket around the world. But 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 the Big Bash has been a huge topic of conversation this week. Um, I don't know. Look, some I, some good news. Some good news from the Big Bash, though. Okay, we'll, we'll touch on what that good news is uh, from your perspective. Um, has it got to do with the TV rights deal? Uh, yes, in a way. Yeah, yeah. A couple of good so. news, I would say, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll touch on those. But the first thing we'll touch on this week regarding the BBO is the controversies in inverted commas. I don't know if you can call it controversies. I will not call it controversies. But that, that's the, a lot of the headlines you see um, in the media, of course, call it a mancad controversy. Adam Zampa, Michael Nisa, controversial catch, apparently, but it was fine within the rules. Um what are your thoughts on? Let's start with Michael Nisa that happened on New Year's Day. Look, I think I'm 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 for it. Um, just like to the put rule? it out there, just to put it out there straight away. Well, depends. Depends. I don't. It, it's it's fair game, isn't it? Um, it it's fair game if because if I'm going for, I'm all for the non-striker run out. Um, then what's wrong with this rule? It's sort of. It, it sits in the same. It's yeah, the catch. It sits in the same boat. The the rules, the law says. Sorry, I'll 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 point it again. It's a law. It's not a rule. There's no rules in cricket. There's laws. Um, uh, so the law says that the uh the point of contact should be inside the boundary. The okay. first point of contact. The first point of contact. Correct. The, the first point of contact should be inside the boundary, inside the boundary rope. Yeah. For a catch to be valid, and that's what Nisa did. He was. It was some smart. Really smart fielding on 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 Nisa's part. Oh, it was, it was to, great to fielding. Made that catch yeah. happen. Mm. Um, I do I completely agree with the with the law. Uh, no, I don't. I I don't think I've still made up my mind about it. But it's a tough one, isn't it? it it's still within the law, and mm. yeah, if, yeah. For 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 me, it was great fielding. It's still within the laws, and. I'm um, 99%. Uh, it was it was great presence okay of mind. It. it was great presence of mind. But the issue that I've got with it and that I had with it was that he's used outside the field of play to his advantage. You know what I mean? So he's used... 
he hasn't really used to his advantage if anything if it look if anything he Nisa had a lot to lose there because and, and if anything because outside the he had to time his jump yeah, I understand he, he had to time his jump he, it was clever what he did but he's taken step outside of the boundary to to help impact the catch that that was my concern is that he's over the rope but it's still a key part of the catch yep so you don't so you're saying you don't agree with the rule necessarily no i don't law. agree with the law the law as you say um, look, I was of the opinion in the past that this is this is my view on it. It's a tough one because I was I was of the view in the past that if you catch the ball and you you step over the the rope, but the ball's in the air, you need to take a step back in the field of play before you complete the catch. That was that was my position on it in the past. Then we see all these great relay throws, uh, so relay catches and all that, and I said, okay, I'm fine with it. But then this happens, I'm like, Whew. it looks a bit strange. But but the issue I've got as well is that it's such a batsman or you know batters dominated game now that you know if you take that that law and you change it it's going to become even you're going to see even more sixes and more domination for for the yeah. batting sides so that's the issue i've got with it as well it's like well okay you change the law where you have to step back in the field of play first to impact the catch which makes sense if you're jumping yep. from outside it makes no sense to me like it makes that you're jumping from outside of the field of play to complete a yeah. catch, but that makes that that's a I'll, rule that that's a law that makes no sense to me. But it takes great skill to do it that. It takes it, skill. It it, it it does. Takes great skill it, to time it, that jump perfectly. The awareness, the awareness of Nisa under pressure, that that, yeah. that would have been twenty off ten balls needed with Jordan Silk absolutely middling everything. So yeah. and the, it was Jordan Silk. It was it wasn't like a, a that's number right. eleven. It was Jordan Silk who can who could that's hit right. the ball really well. Yeah. Um, and he did change the course of the game from Michael Nisa there for the heats. And yeah, it was, it was, uh, to me, I think it was great show of skill. Um, it was, it was very, very special quality. bit of skill. It was the awareness, you know, and the presence yeah. of mind to do all that was really cool. Um, um, look, I'll, 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 I'll still say that cricket hasn't, you know, 100 and whatever, 25 years of in cricket. Um, and there's seriously some, still some laws that are up for debate and yes, um, there are <laughs> and and which brings which perfectly brings us to the second discussion of of today is um the non-striker run out well there's um, actually I, also the the timed out controversy from Marcus Stoinis I don't know if you yeah, saw that as well yeah <laughs> I, I actually I did not see see it in the game I did yeah, not neither did um, I happen yeah. to catch catch that game but I I did hear some um negative comments or positive comments whichever side you're on um on that on that um Marcus Stoinis mm-hmm. timed out thing and to me I think yeah that, that that's that, there's a clear law which states that the the number of seconds or minutes um that the that the batter should be out there in the middle facing the ball at least taking his guard yes um and um yeah it's 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 open to interpretation as i'm saying like it's you know um what the the umpires interpret the law to be the standing umpires or the third umpire sitting in the box you know that's going to happen on on game day some the, the three umpires that are there manning the manning a cr- cricket match you know cricket match a the, those three umpires could interpret that law separately to you know, a cricket match B where but, other but, three umpires. Yeah, could, could... I get that, but but a timed out rule is pretty black and white, isn't it? You got to be out there in a certain yeah. amount of time, or you're or you're out. So, but 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 that's the thing. Like, well, 
where do you have to be? Do you have to take the guard? Do you have to face the ball? Sure do you have to be? It's got to be in the rule somewhere. Do you have take to be guard, standing? Be ready. Yep. Be ready to face. I guess that's probably what it is. Be out there and be ready to face. Yep. That that's that's what I assume it is. Probably have to look. And, at and that that's where that's again, where but... this that's where this loophole these loopholes and correct this gray, that's where they creep in. starts. Mm. You know that's where they creep in because a similar thing happened today in the South Africa Australia Test match where there was a um, catch in the in the slips which was uh, the soft signal was given out on the yeah, field and yeah, then it was yeah. overturned and then the I think it was Manus. Um, it was Manus who, who was the batter and I think the. Yeah. The, the South African Simon Harmer took the catch. I yeah. think it was a tough South call African against South Africa. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll touch on that um, after the the big bash. So you're going to talk about Adam Zampa. Let's. I'm interested. I can't wait to hear this. Let's go. Look, I think to me it was unsuccessful. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that rule. By the way, there's actually mm. there's three there's a couple of points there that I want that I want I would like to discuss um, and and get your thoughts on as well. Yep. Firstly, kudos to Adam Sampa that he even tried. Um, the the fact that someone outside of the Indian contingent has tried this means that it is opening up. And he's a Rajasthan um, royal as well. Yes, exactly. He would have got a cheeky little text from Ashwin the same night um, after that. But um, the fact that it's it's the the um, someone outside of the Indian cricketing community has tried this means that there are different opinions on this matter from the same uh, sort of cricketing upbringing. If, if, if I can use that word, um, there, there have, there has been a strong, strong sort of resentment towards this from the English contingent, but there are factions in the Australian community who some are for, for this, some yeah. are against this. Yeah. Um, so, but in India, I think most of the people are, you know, for this rule. It, it, it is a law, so you can't be for or against. It's a law. It, it's fair game. And the, as I've said it multiple times on this on this podcast um, in the, in, since we have started doing this. But um, to Adam Zampa's credit, really good that he tried it. Unsuccessful. Um, but also, I would specifically like to point out that he later on went... Um, post-match uh, coverage broadcast and said that, oh, you know, if it was a, if it was two batters um, doing this, I would not have tried it because it, that would have altered the result of the game or because just it was at that point, there was no point, you know, there was, it wasn't going to alter the result of the game mm, greatly. Mm, That's mm, why mm. I went with it because it was a bowler. That to me seems really inconsistent. If you're going to go for it, go for it. Yeah, it's, you, you know, David Hussey said the same. David Hussey said the same thing in in the in the coverage. He spoke to the reporter during the game, and he said that if if it was given out, and then they would have uh, they would have withdrew their appeal. That that to me seems inconsistent. Like if, pick course. a side. If you, if if you're going to go for it, go all in. Of course. Um, this this sort of topsy turvy kind of behavior doesn't suit anyone, let alone a a professional. Yeah. Um quick cricketing side. And um yeah, that that's really I, I think as we go along in the future, in the next two, three years, we are going to see a lot more of this. And I think the batters should be ready to just stay in their crease. It's not but, that hard. I keep saying it, it's not that hard. Just watch the ball, leave the baller's hand, and then take the two steps or whatever you're trying to do. Agree with that. 
and uh, there are a lot of differing theories on social media. I think eventually it'll be it'll be more accepted in the coming years. It will be when you get a, a situation like uh, Stark last week in the second test with De Bruyne. That was that was ridiculous. Like Stark wasn't was, at the bowling uh, crease yet, and the guys, he's he's almost a quarter and, of the and, way and down the wicket. So, That's what we want to avoid. Look, look I. I... <laughs> It's funny because Stark should have just gone for it. Like, there's yeah. no point giving a warning. It's the law. Just grow up, be adults. And, and no one could have, like no adults. one could have complained about that. No one could have exactly. complained about that. He's just wandering down the wicket. Um, you know, that's what we want to avoid. And and there's a the thing is where, where as well, like, there's this calls from fans to have the third umpire review every ball like they do for the no ball, but see whether the non-strike is backed up too far. And they'll take, they'll do a short run kind of thing or penalize them yeah. in some way. Now, the issue I've got with that is how do you implement that rule or law in junior cricket, in club cricket? There's no TV umpires there. So how are you going to implement it there? That's you can't. True. You can't. Because, because, because the umpire there has got to look at the no ball of the bowler's foot. They can't yep. see the non-striker where the non-striker is. So how are you going to implement and, and it at a the... junior level? That's completely, com- I completely agree with that because a lot of times when people throw up these issues or, you know, this rule must be changed, this rule must be, must be changed. What they don't think about is how that affects, how that creates a domino effect. Correct. You know, down, down the community and down yes. the cricketing sort of circles where That's right. you, you bring in the, the domestic games where there's might not be third umpires. You bring in um, not only club cricket, but even domestic games that I'm, you know, uh, uh, I mentioned that Correct. not all domestic games have third umpires or. That's um, right. But more know, importantly, it, it but more importantly in, you, you want to teach messy. your youngsters, you want to teach your youngsters early stay in your crease. Yeah. It needs to be driven and, into the moment. And, and it's a basic of cricket. I still don't understand how grown people, grown adult people still refuse to admit that it, the first thing you're taught when you start playing cricket is watch the ball mm. as it, it's simple just eyes on the ball so all you have to do where, wherever you are um you know where, whether you're a stri- you know striker or non-striker watch the ball watch the ball leave the baller's hand mm. that's the first thing you're told as when you start playing or learning cricket yeah and, and it's it's the same with this as well so that i really i'll still you know i, I always i'll always stand my ground on this and and it's a I can't fathom how people still refuse to believe that it's a law, it's fair game. And and if you remove that law, it's going to be really shit on the ballers and really, you know, um, it, it's going to be a batter's game altogether. Yeah. Speaking of, it comes back to my point about the game being skewed towards the batsmen and, and the batters, uh, that, you know, that's going to be a, you know, serious problem, you know, where you got... You know, no, no law to protect the fielding side against that. A guy could just like what De Bruyne did last week in the South Africa Test match, just to walk the wander down the wicket um, and and gain a few yards advantage. You know. Yeah. But as yeah, I said, I will, it's about driving it. I'll still admit how Dipti Sharma is more more ballsy than Mitchell Stark. I'll. <laughs> yeah, because it just yeah, to yeah, try, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into that, but it's it's just. It's just, that... I think there's this situation here in Australia and even in England as well. It's really frowned upon in certain parts and a player doesn't want that, perhaps. Um, but in the case but, of Stark in particular... But my, my, my question is, if you're, if you're bold enough to warn the batsman with such strong words... Do you warn, do you warn the batsman when you're going to stump him? 
or exactly you know, that, exactly woman, and, and you know? to your to your point earlier where people were saying what you said about you know changing the rules to make it a short run or whatever this exact thing happens with stumping when the ball when the batter charges down the track um and, and hits the ball should you count that as as a short run uh because he's already down the track he you know at the point of impact he's already halfway down the track um it, it sounds funny but when you think about it it, yeah. it sort of opens a different kind of worms it's just the situation where you just stay in your crease um you know stay in your crease because if you've left the crease before the bowler has released the ball or gone past the vertical um as the rule is then that's on you that is absolutely. on you. So absolutely, and and Adam's hamper <laughs> really showed us what what the exact law is. Yeah, yeah, he did, and and a lot of people weren't aware of it. So again, it's just been a big bash where a lot of people have, um, you know, have learned have learned new things about the rules. There was there were suggestions with the Nisa catch that fielders can fielders can just uh, stay outside the boundary or sit in the crowd, jump for a catch and throw it back infield, but it doesn't work like that. The first contact's got to be infield. Yeah. Oh, some funny, funny responses, including from cricket.com.au. I don't know if you saw that one as well. That was yeah, a, that I saw was a, that. I saw that was that. a belter. That was a belter. So then on the Big Bash, I mean, it's shaping up to be a good competition. There's been a lot of close games. Yeah, um, Renegade's doing, again... You know, winning the derby yesterday, uh, doing really yeah. well. Yeah. Um, it's been some, some... some really good, well, I won't say good cricket being played because um, a lot of drop catches. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of the, poor the quality. The quality is questionable at times. Yeah. But I think in terms of close finishes, we've had quite a few of those, which has been good. Yeah. Um, and, and we have to touch on the positive um, yeah. announcement from the Big Bash uh, from Cricket Australia. The, the broadcast deal is still continuing with Channel 7 and Fox, but also that means that the um, tournament is shortened, uh, 10 games per team, uh, which I think it was, again, like five years ago, maybe? Uh, five, it used to six be, it, it was still longer than what it used to be. So it used to be eight yeah. games a team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it used to be... 10, game, what, 10 games are still, 10 games a team. 10 games a, a team is still pretty... Uh, no, actually, no, I think it was 10 games a team. You're right. So, so it's, it, it started off as eight eight games a team with like everyone played each other once and then it went on to 10, ten. for like a couple of seasons so or three so seasons and then some, they went so on to you, I think they get like two, you want to get the two Sydney derbies in and the two Melbourne derbies yep. and things like that. Yeah, That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in support of it. I think it's the right move. Yeah, I think I think it, it it works well for Big Bash. Like I keep saying, the markets are different between IPL and Big Bash and they should Correct. never be they should never be compared because um, you put up any cricket match in India and it's going to get crowds. Um, that's that's not the case in Australia. You have to really, really promote and and bring the crowds in um, for any Agreed. cricket uh, aside from Test match. So it's 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 re- it's really it's a really positive announcement in my opinion, in my eyes, and I think it'll be really good to see. Um, you know that big bash really focus on bringing international cricketers more and and foreign cricketers and and keeping yeah. them here for for the entire entirety yeah. of the tournament. Look, I'm going to admit that's going to be a challenge still, uh, with with the UAE league starting in January, the South Africa league starting in January as well. So that clashes with the big bash, but at least you can have the the Australia players in it, and a shorter, sharper competition that would be an easier sell for me. Um, every game would matter. 
um, which is going to be, which will be fantastic. Uh, and then you've got a final system where they've scrapped, I think, the five-team finals. They'll go back to yeah, the four I teams. Yeah, I think back, back, to, yeah, back to three matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, think, look, I think it makes sense. Uh, the competition does need to be shorter and sharper again and find that, you know, rediscover that magic again that we had. You know, speaking of crowds, I've made this point before countless times. It's very unfair to compare crowds in Australia now to what they were 20 years ago. There's just so many more games at the moment than what there was two decades ago. With T20 now um, and, and the one-dayers and, and the test matches there as well, there's a lot. And you saw in Sydney today, I thought it was a fantastic crowd. It was really yep. disappointing yep. that the, the weather wasn't kind, but it was a really great crowd and great atmosphere. Um, so that that was really great to see. Yep, absolutely. And um that that does bring us to our next segment, which is the test match happening between South Africa and um Australia at Sydney. What do you and the series as well? What do you make yeah. of the South Africa South African team so oh, far? Been... And, and how what what do you actually make of the selection for this test as well? Yeah, so in terms of South Africa, that Melbourne performance, particularly well, with the ball they weren't great, but with the bat. That's some of the most. That's one of the most woeful performances I've seen from a team for quite some time. Uh, a team that, given that granted their batting hasn't been great, we know by their records, but to, to be sent in, Pat Cummins did South Africa a favour in the Melbourne Test. I, w- I would never bowl first on that wicket. That, that looked a really nice batting wicket in Melbourne. There wasn't a lot of grass on it, so it was like you're thinking a couple of things from Pat Cummins' perspective. Either that South Africa will get themselves out, which is yep. a very risky, a very risky strategy, but South Africa obliged. They were awful, terrible yep. in that first day, and I mentioned that a lot of times on Twitter. How poorly they batted! They threw their wickets away. They had no uh, value for their for their wickets. Yep. But also, he's thinking about day two. We don't want to field in thirty eight degrees. But the issue is, is that if day one doesn't go well, you're going to be back out in the field on day two after a full day on day one. So it was a very risky decision that I, you know, as a fan, that would make me nervous if he he does that again. You know what I mean? uh, Yeah. But I think he was more confident in the South African batting lineup that he won. He was in his, in his own bowling. That's true. That's my point. But isn't Um, that a risk? Given the way the South African batting is going. Oh, they'd be terrible. Probably. Yeah. That was not a 50, 50 chance as well. It was more like 70, 30, no, I understand um, that, but it's not something I'd like to see happen often, you know. Yeah. Um, have you have you ever seen Dean Elga? Have you ever seen Dean Elga play a cover drive? I just wanted to ask that question to someone, and I I can't remember the last time pretty, he played though. a cover drive. He's not he, often. I can't still like believe Smith. how has he scored so many test runs just playing in the in the back v, you know, through the <laughs> yeah and, yeah, nudging and nerdling and, 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 and nah, I, Dean Elga's been fantastic player for South Africa and he's just been a fighter and it's been a real disappointment that he hasn't got going in the series. I've spoke about if, if um, South Africa were to do something in this series, the Nail girls have to be at the forefront of it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, look, great win by Australia in that test, terrible performance by South Africa to be bowled out for 189 and 204 on a very good batting pitch. Yep. That's a disgrace. Yep. In terms of the Sydney test, uh, I look at it another risk by Australia in terms of the team selection because you've gone in with two seamers with Cameron Green not there. And one of them is a guy that's coming back from a side strain. 
So I look at that as a bit of a risk. Um, and that this this was a good toss to win. Get runs on the board and then get your spinners in the game. Because it's it's do you, already but spinning. Do you think do you think it's more this selection is more um is done because or sorry, taking a step back, the selection is due to the fact that they have an India tour coming up. Um, yeah, but, and they want Ashton Agar to get yeah, some games. That's time. fine. You, you can play Ashton Agar, but um, the, the strategy to play Hazelwood as part of a two seam, two bowler, you know, seam bowler attack. It's him and Cummins. So um, would you have kept Scott Bowling? Yeah. Uh, look, but but <laughs> look, the knowing, thing is, the knowing thing is, the Hazelwood thing... is going to play in India anyway. Won't you? No, that's that's not that's not guaranteed. Hazelwood did not play in Pakistan the whole series. In the subcontinent, yeah, but, he's often the seamer that's left out. So who 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 would be your two seamers? Pat Cummins and if Stark's not fit, who would be who would be your? Um, yeah. Because you, you, we, we because it's we just don't know the, the, when Stark is coming it could back. Be, I'd probably say Hazelwood, but the thing is, I'd say now he's just come back from a side strain. That's my point. He's just come back from a side strain. You got him as part of a two-man seam attack, so you're going to have to manage his workload. So that means you're going to have to bowl a lot of spin, which I guess is fair enough in the conditions. I probably would have played the five bowlers myself and put Ager at seven. I know that means uh, Matt Renshaw wouldn't have played. I like Renshaw and it's good to see him back, yep. but that's yep. what I would have done and, and play Boland. If I wasn't going to play Boland, I would have loved to see Lance Morris play because if you want to unearth um, a youngster and give him a chance, it's the perfect time to do it, I think. So, that was an opportunity I felt as well that if you weren't going to play Boland, which was harsh to draw, to leave him out, but if you weren't going to play him, give an opportunity to another fast bowler and blood them yep. in. But, but yeah, that, that's look as long as Hazelwood gets through it okay, then then all good. But but yeah, there's there's a risk element to it. Yep, and and with South Africa, I think as you said, Melbourne Test match was um, the bowling attack was horrible, um, and is that is that because Prabada isn't up to the up to the mark? Um, he was under par in Melbourne. Um, yep. He had a and, and same today. I think. Same overall. today. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of short stuff. Too too much too much inconsistency. You know, this is an SCG pitch. South, South Africa, I think, in the first hour, maybe hit the stumps. We're going to, you know, balls were going on to hit the stumps maybe five times. I think Ishigu yep. was saying on commentary on the SCG pitch, you got to bowl a little bit straighter, set straighter fields. Um, I think South Africa have been just all over the place, not consistent enough as well with the ball. Um, yep. And I think the bowlers are a bit demoralised as well. They're not bowling to to totals. They're not. They don't have anything really to defend. Um, but yeah, Unric Norkia, he was my pick for South Africa Player of the Series, and I think he might get it. He's been brilliant. Yeah, he's been absolutely outstanding. Because along as Cole Varane and uh, and Marco Jansen, I think those three yep. plays for the Proteus have enhanced their reputation from this yep. series. Um. Speaking of having nothing to defend, actually, um, we saw a really gutsy move from Barbara Azam. I wouldn't call it gutsy. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> what was setting, that? Setting a target of 130 in, in 15 overs, which was very easy to achieve. I love this. Uh, yeah, that was very gettable for New Zealand. But the yeah, they, they, were all, they, were, they were on par. Um, they, they were they were right on track to do it. I would have bagged them to do it. The funniest was the um, quote after the game was like, "You never know. We declared to be positive." Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I read a I read a tweet somewhere that in in so many years of cricket since eighteen seventy seven, when the first test was played, yeah, um, 
there has been only one instance where a team has been bowled out under 15 in 15 overs. And, wow. and that was back in the 1900s or something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can imagine, you can imagine oh, gosh. what type of odds um, Pakistan was up against. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with Pakistan. They have lost all six of the last six test matches in, in, um, yeah, in Pakistan at home. You got you got one it subcontinent was... team just absolutely dominating so... and running through teams in India, and then you got one team that that is absolutely struggling at the moment. And and they boast of these, you know, they boast that we have great fast bowlers. Um, <laughs> I can't see any to be honest. Um, the yeah, attack is being led uh, by. Yeah. Mohammed Wasim Jr. at the moment, and to be fair, Nasim Shah is doing doing well, but he um, well he's things. still inexperienced. He still has a long way to go, and um, they are really struggling. The issue I have is uh, they played nine Test matches last year. They played seven at home. They didn't win any at home. I can't believe that. How can Pakistan not win a single Test match at home all year? And they only won one of nine Test matches all in Asia. That's a very poor record. That's not good enough. Because um, when and, he, when we when when people say that oh Pakistan didn't win because of the flat pitches and stuff, but he's I producing I, these flat pitches exactly. But also, <laughs> how did doing. the other team win then? How did the other team exactly? Win? Yeah, um, that's a great point. How did England? Win? Like, how did Australia you know, win? They, 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 it wasn't a draw. It's not like you know Pakistan drew the test match comfortably. It was <laughs> the other team won. You yeah. Pakistan lost. That's right. Um, so it's not like. It's it should be it should be a really I don't know how Barbara Azam's captaincy has still survived to be honest. Um, Similar to Dean Elgar, I think uh, I, I I haven't been impressed with his captaincy. Even similar was to one, Joe Root, probably. That was, yeah, that was one thing I was going to touch on with the, the Australian South Africa series. A lot of defensive-minded uh, cricket, um, and Baba as a captain's got a long way to go as well there. So, yeah, but but I would just like to I was just thinking today, Dean Elgar and the South African team really know. What happens when Supersport Park is not their broadcaster anymore? <laughs> um, glad, glad to glad to know you, you've let that go, mate. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but nah, yeah, look, it's it's just not what, going to be what, always the case where Supersport Park comes to your help. That's right. Yeah, that's not the SCG. But but one thing I will say is that a pet peeve I've got is when a spinner comes on to bowl. And you don't exactly know what the pitch is going to offer. And the batsman's trying to figure out what the pitch is going to do. There's been a lot of talk about the pitch. And yet, second ball, you put a long on in place and you give him an easy single. That grinds my gears. Like, what sort of captain are you to do that? You want to you want to encourage the guy at least once. I know Alan Border was saying it on commentary and I 100% agreed. Encourage the guy to go over the top. Yeah, absolutely. T- you think he's going to do that second ball? If he does, good luck to him. But he yeah. might. And end up with an egg on his face because he's yeah. stuffed up. And and it's in uh, to be fair, they are international ballers. They should learn. They should already know how to deal with that. Um yeah. so yeah, uh, yeah I mean, as similar, you said, like the captaincy has comes been on, poor. chance to build pressure, bowls a full toss first ball that's hit for four. You wouldn't see Nathan Lyon do that. Nathan Lyon yeah. comes on and he's almost always on the spot right away. So just from a South Africa point of view, um, yeah, Norkia has been the shining light for them. Marco Janssen's been good for Reina, but Bavuma at times has showed resistance. But other than that, it's been ordinary. Uh, Pakistan yeah. as well, ordinary as long. But they're fighting well at the moment in this test. 
Absolutely. Uh, that's that's Absolutely. happening at the moment, but another very slow, low pitch. That makes for a tough watch. That yeah. makes for a tough watch, I'm being honest. And and also the crowds haven't been great in Pakistan, no. I think. Um I haven't. People, people keep saying, oh, Pakistan, it's so great to have the cricket back and stuff like that, but really struggling for crowds. It's they have all, made this entire test all, match free of cost. No, no. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, I must admit that outside of probably India, England and Australia, the test match crowds are are, are dying and yeah, just people it's just a bit of a worry. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a worry at times in terms of the, the test matches because yeah, you talk about how expensive it is for those countries like West Indies, South Africa and, and go to host the test match and broadcast it. Um, so look, I just want to see more from administrators in the future. I guess this may be a discussion for another time. How can they help Test Cricket survive? How can we yeah. use the, the riches from T20 Cricket to help the Test Cricket thrive? Because that's, the, you know... Because well, for the one future thing of the would game... Be, one thing, I one thing would on, have been good is yeah. India, South Africa and Australia could have kept playing even if there was bad light using the actual lights. That would have helped Test Match Cricket oh, a lot. Oh, good. You know what I mean? Steve Wall made that point today. You know, Test Cricket's got a lot of competition now. You know, you got to make sure that you leave the spectators, you know, happy. You get play in, but yep. one thing we'll touch on is that the future of Test cricket is important because you want to teach young kids technique first before they move into white ball cricket. Yeah, absolutely so important. So yeah, anyway, that's a discussion right. for another day. Um, yeah, so just you know, we wanted to finish off uh, with thoughts with Rishabh Pant. Some terrible news. Yeah, yeah. Um, really not thinking about not thinking about his cricket um at the moment, yeah. but um just hope that he's doing well and some positive news from the BCCI this evening where he has been transported to um a, a, a hospital in Mumbai where BCCI yes. will take care of all his all his rehab and all his needs from now on. So that's a really good news and thank goodness, um, yeah. Yeah, really hope nasty. that he gets he just recovers soon and eventually we will you know see him um just fit and standing course, on his yeah and i, I was um, not on, on the field of, again i was not a fan of the footage and the images images coming out and being shared on social media i don't think, yeah, that was a, yeah, I don't think that was yeah. a good touch but to see the, the the vehicle like that i feared the worst when i saw it that was the first thing i saw yeah um yeah and yeah best wishes for rishad pant magnificent player we saw that yeah, in Bangladesh absolutely. recently but just a reminder of and we've seen that in the nfl the last few days as well just how brutal yep. life can be um, so yeah, very scary stuff. Right. So we wish him all um, the best. Yes, and um, yeah, sorry to be ending on that note to the listeners, but um, we hope really hope Rishabh Pant is well and um, looking forward to a lot of cricket uh, being played over the next few weeks with the Big Bash, India Sri Lanka, um, India Sri Lanka what else? Annual, annual series, and yeah, annual series, <laughs> um, UAE T Twenty, the first edition, South Africa T Twenty, the first edition, lot. and really looking forward to those um those tournaments as well, and really, really looking forward to discussing and um, uh, joining all of our listeners and um all the all the cricket fans around the world, and thank you Shabel for doing this, and um I hope to see you on Twitter, and uh, remember it's not a rule, it's a law. Cricket has laws. Cricket doesn't have any rules. As I said um, on Twitter, there can be shit laws. <laughs> Thanks, Nash. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. And wherever you are, you are, have a good night and stay safe and take care.